um, we've seen uh, companies, we've seen so-called, is it meme stocks? Um, we've seen all sorts of stuff happen in, in the market in more recent times. So this episode, Jax, is going to be a quick one on what do you do if your shares literally goes 10x? <laughs> Hello, welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy, Peter, and I'm with my co-host, my bro, Jax. How are you? Bro, I'm doing very well. Um, I'm feeling good. I've just made myself some nice beef stew, just finished eating. So forgive me if I if I do some breathing moments, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Listen, just go, whenever you're about to chew, just go and mute, please, please, please. Man. But, well, um... <laughs> I, I have finished eating it, but I did kind of rush it before we, we, we went live. So <laughs> uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, man. No, but good to hear from you, man. And just a massive shout out to all of our listeners as well. Keep doing what you're doing please like and subscribe and commenting downloading our uh podcast episodes as well um today we're gonna do a quick one jacks um and paint the scene a bit um we talk a lot about the stock market um on this podcast because it's a form of investing um and we talk about different scenarios and we speak about you know this journey is personal um you know, this whole journey is personal to the individual, of course. We've seen a lot of things happening in the stock market. We've seen a lot of volatility. We've seen a lot of news affecting the stock market. Some of the things that we also seen is when people have gone into the market and maybe over a couple of months, a couple of years, um, they've seen some of their shares increase dramatically um we've seen uh companies we've seen so-called is it meme stocks and um, we've seen all sorts of stuff happen in in the market in more recent times so this episode Jax, is going to be a quick one on what do you do if your shares literally goes 10x <laughs> well first and foremost congratulations boy because <laughs> to 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 get 10 times uh your your investment so you know for anyone that doesn't understand the whole idea of 10x it means you've basically made 10 times your money so if you invested a thousand pounds you've grown that thousand pounds to uh, ten thousand pounds which means the value of your investments is now worth ten thousand pounds but it's only a profit when you actually sell um, you only sell, um, so you only make the money where you actually sell. It's like, it's like buying a house. You buy a house, it goes up in value. Let's say it goes up in value by 10 times. So what? doesn't mean anything. You only benefit when you actually sell the house. So you obviously take some equity out. So um, great question. Uh, whew, if you have made 10 times your money, congratulations. It's not very easy to do. First thing I would ask you is, did you know he was going to do it? Uh, or, you know, <laughs> what did you actually invest in to, to generate that kind of return? Uh, was you gambling? Was you investing? Uh, mm. Because the, the truth of the matter is to 10x your money is not easy. Um, usually to 10x your money, it probably means you, t- you took a substantial amount of risk potentially, or it could have been something just really went well for your for your company. Uh, for example, it could have been something like a short squeeze, um, you know, where basically your investments have gone up and up and up and up um, out of something that was set up for you. And it's not purely just down to the performance of the underlying business. Um, but if you have 10 extra money, um, my first starting point would be to think about that. You know, how does it happen in the first place? 
But secondly, think about um, whether the company sh- stock price should have actually 10x. So mm. I'll give an example. Um, over the long term, the returns that you get in your capital appreciation and that kind of stuff is usually linked to the earnings per share of that business. Um, earnings comes down to the profitability of that company. So to make things simple for you, if you have text your money, but a business, the stock or the underlying business you've invested in has not 10x their income, hmm. chances are it might be a good time to start thinking about selling. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, so when I say it's selling, it doesn't mean you have to sell it completely, especially if you still believe in a business. But you want to start thinking about whether it's actually warranted. The stock price, is, is the, the, the 10 times increase in the stock price, is that really warranted? Is the company 10 times more profitable? Is it 10 times a better company? If mm. not, then I will definitely consider selling. Um, I want to say selling doesn't mean you just sell and take the cash and then you go and buy some goods and services with it. Mm. Um, I would personally um, sell and redistribute that cash Mm. into um, other assets. The chances are if it has 10x, it's probably now overvalued Mm. in stock price. Chances are that um, the valuation has been stretched tremendously. So this may present an, an absolutely amazing opportunity for you to redistribute your returns by crystallizing that profit by selling and then buying into other assets that are at much favorable prices. Hmm. So first things first, uh, you know, when, when someone does a 10 X, so to speak, um, they haven't actually 10 X until they obviously crystallize it. But um, just on that, let's to make things simple, let's say, you know, uh, someone has 10 holdings that could be uh, one holding could be an ETF or even 10 stocks, for example, for simplicity state, and they've all got a thousand each. And one of those uh, stocks, 10 X and one 10 X is what does that do you to the overall portfolio when you actually look at where one is 10,000, everything else is 1000 pounds. Yeah. So what that does ultimately is increase risk of the portfolio um, diversification risk. Um, because now that, that that single stock represents a very high percentage of your overall portfolio. And now the overall performance of your overall portfolio is um, susceptible to the, the market movements um, or, the, or the stock price movements of that one company. Mm. And so, um, you know, what's the point having 10 companies if 1% or, or, or 10% of the company or the 10% of your portfolio, if that's one company, I'm using 10 companies as an example, mm represents 90% of the overall portfolio, hmm. right? It doesn't make sense. So um, you would probably want to redistribute, potentially put uh, more money into, or some of those profits into some of the other nine companies mm-hmm. that may be trading at much more favorable prices or even buy more companies because now when you've 10X, the capital of your portfolio has gone up. It may mean to diversify and really to have a well, a well diversified portfolio you may need more companies in that portfolio. Mm. Um, in what scenario do you feel people should just leave the money in there? <laughs> um, rarely. I, mean, I think rare, it's rare to, to have 10x and leave the money in there. Um, I think the only chance times I can think of is potentially if you only invested a very, very, very small amount of money um, and it's 10x and you genuinely believe the 10x is just the beginning mm. um, and the valuation still makes sense which is rare but it can it can make sense so the company might be 10 times worth what it was a while ago you know for, for, for whatever reason um, or you've just invested a small amount of money and you reckon over the long term it can still go up hmm. and, and case, just to be 
yeah and just to be clear we're we're pretty much talking about if you you know 10x over a short period of time and what does that short period of time talking like maybe less than five years or a few months or what does that look like because I mean if you've got a a company for 30 years and it 10x in that period that's brilliant and that's for me in my opinion that's absolutely fine yeah yeah I mean look when I look for a company that 10x I'm happy for a company to 10x over 10 years um Mm you know, uh, 5X over 10, even 5X over 10 years is fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, 10X in a short space of time, like like uh, a couple of years, a few years is, is substantial. It's substantial. Um, it can happen, but it's substantial. Um, and of course, you know, when it comes to maths, it does mean that you have to really kind of check what we're talking about in terms of, you know, how much money you're actually talking about, mm. if it's a sub- substantial amount of money. Um, and you have to look at what the actual investment actually is. So, no, if you if you have 10x in a very short space of time, chances are the company you invested in is a very small company. Um, it, it could, probably is a penny stock potentially. Mm. Um, so you know you ask yourself, you know, is this company going to continue growing at the rate of which it has grown over that time period? Um, but generally speaking, you know, the chances are if you've 10x over a short space of time, you probably want to take profit and redistribute to reduce your risk and to actually keep some of that money. Love it. Now, we, we talk a lot about money mindset on Woke Finance uh, podcast. Um, a thousand pounds is a fair bit of money. And we're just using that as an example. If you had a thousand pounds and then all of a sudden, you know, in overnight or a few months or whatever, um, it becomes £10,000. How can one be proactive and actually prepare? I mean, we shouldn't be expecting something like that could happen, but <laughs> in case it did happen, how can we be proactive beforehand? Because let's be honest, if you just had £1,000 day, you wake up, you got £10,000. You can't confidently say you know exactly what you're going to do with that buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult one because, you know, you can't always predict the stock market. Um, mm. And, you know, if... if firstly you, you look you look at how much you've actually invested in the first place and you make sure it's a safe amount um it's all maths right so if you've invested ten thousand pounds and it 10x it to a hundred thousand pounds obviously that's a substantial increase mm. from one thousand to ten thousand is different from from ten thousand to a hundred thousand mm. even though both are 10x um so i guess like we always say if you've got you know uh an emergency fund and you've got um money for any near-term purchases and that kind of stuff then what happens in your investment portfolio should be managed um, how you want to manage it, how you really want to manage it. Um, but the chances are, if you go from one to 10, it's about being really honest and assessing how that happened. And mm. also noticing that that's not common. Mm. <laughs> I think that's important. <laughs> Understand that it's not common for you to make a 10x return in a very short space of time. Um, you know, chances are there was a bit of luck involved. So um, don't start believing that that's how the stock market works. Um, in terms of consistently make it 10x if, if if that was the case we would all be millionaires no mm. we would be billionaires right it's not it's not how it works so um understand that there was probably a level of um luck involved or something and now you need to really hone in your mindset and and say hey look let me not have what we call confirmation bias let me not mm. start believing that this is just how it goes um and also remember look the aim is to double up your money over like even if, even if you double your money in five years that's great you know um and that's that's more realistic that's much more realistic than 10x your money in a short, short space of time um again go back to actually assessing your objectives your risk appetite your time frames 
and actually choosing to invest in businesses or other assets, you know, that makes sense for what you're trying to achieve. Hmm. And, you know, it's, it's such a good point because the businesses that we might have heard that have had, um, you know, uh, gone through a 10x process in a few in a short space of time. The reason why we know about them is because they're not that common. So that's why it makes news. And um, what we don't hear a lot about are the companies that go in the complete opposite direction from and particularly when people are trying to look for that 10x as well. Yeah, and sometimes what we don't know, what we don't hear is the 10x that now go back down. Oh, you know? yes, yeah, because it's 10x for a reason, um, and because it's uncommon, chances are, you know, if it's if it's gone up by 10x for because of a short squeeze like we experienced with all these uh, meme stocks and that kind of stuff, chances are at some point it will go down. And it's not just stocks; um, it's other asset classes as well. Especially if you're dealing with um, a so-called asset that itself hasn't really got any real value um, in terms of what it's used for or in terms of its ability to produce cash flow. I think that's the key. Mm. Um, the only thing that causes share prices to go up um, in these, these assets is demand. It just means more people want to buy it. So someone else is willing to pay a higher price and that's what causes the price to go up. So if it's 10 times, the chances are there's some hype that's going on. Mm. Um, and the thing about hype is they don't last very long. Mm. Um, usually things kind of settle back to the real prices. And so if you've 10x, congratulations, but if I was you, <laughs> I know what I'll be doing. <laughs> and finally, on that hype you speak about, what's some of the hype uh, as an example? What can that look like? Yes, I know the meme stocks were a, a great example. Um, now I'm not going to have a dig at all the cryptos, but yes, there's some coins that, or some cryptos that let's be honest, you don't know what they are. I don't know what they are. Nobody yeah, knows yeah. what they are, but <laughs> if we just like the name, you just like the name and you have, you know, you, you can't give me more than a sentence about what they actually do. Um, and it's gone up in two X, three X or whatever. Mm. Um, now you believe that this thing is going to go 50 X or hundred X. And look, the annoying thing is it, it can happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, these things can happen. Uh, but it's about being realistic and being true to yourself and understanding that, you know, um, when you are investing, it's not just about returns. Um, where I would encourage people, especially if you're brand new into, into investing, is that you can create some habits that can either mm. harm you or benefit you. And the last thing you want to do is create a habit that harms you. And one of those habits is the gambling habit mm. uh, where you get returns for doing nothing, For you know, and that's why, why I hate gambling. You know, mm. the whole idea of getting something for nothing really doesn't sit well with me mm. um and so you know you have to be really careful because what happens to gambling um is the worst thing that can happen to a gambler is for him or her to win the first round yeah yeah because now they believe that they can actually out out beat the the house but the house always wins and we know this mm-hmm. um so we have to be very careful not to be picking up these terrible habits um very early on that can hurt you later on you know, hurt your family, hurt your kids, hurt your, mm. you, know, you, you know, you end up, you know, taking up equity in your home just to gamble, for example. Mm. So you have to be very, very careful. And as you know, habits can uh, form long-term addictions as well. It's you build that up. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No, that's that's been deep, man. Um, that's re- yeah, really been good uh, just to hear. And you know, um, what I'm hearing from you, Jax, is if someone you know does 10x and um, particularly if, if that someone is looking for it or 
you know, it's happened maybe a couple of times or so. One needs to really be honest um, about why they have put their money in a company that has 10x over a short period of time um, and really understand their behaviors when it comes to investing um, and being truly honest uh, with oneself um, and really understanding about money mindset and money habits. Of course, there are anomalies, um, you know, uh, company buyouts and things like that, where a company share price can just spike up. But in the grand scheme of things, it's so important we just check ourselves on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I'm a huge fan of having a portfolio mixed of different types of assets, especially if you stick with the whole stocks world. Um, you know, I, I like the idea of having some companies that have the ability to 10x over a period of time. And that's the important thing. You know, Peter Lynch called these the 10 baggers. And I love the idea of a 10 bagger. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I, I've got a couple or a few stocks in my portfolio that I'm hoping are 10 baggers. Mm-hmm. I'm not hoping that they're, they're 10 bag in 10 days. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. The, the, the aim is for them to grow um, at a nice, fast rate to take market share and become bigger companies over, over a long period of time. And I'm happy for to wait for 10 years for that to happen. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you for that, Jax. And again, if you have 10x recently, a massive congratulations. <laughs> um, and yeah, hopefully this has been useful as well because we love to provide you know, a balanced um, argument to things and different topics as well. So as good as it is, um, we want to provide the balance to that as well. So thank you very much, Jax, um, on that. Any final comments before I let you go? No, no, no. I mean, that's, I think that's, that's been a great episode uh, to really help people change um, their mindsets, you know, um, or, or to be aware of their mindsets, you know, mm. when it comes to getting outsized returns, because it does happen. And I find that maybe not 10x per se, but especially in 2020, when people, a lot of people joined the financial markets, um, a lot of people made some pretty good returns in a very short space of time. And very unfortunately, they picked up this confirmation bias and entered 2021 with the same mindset, thinking that they were going to be able to do the same things over and over again by investing in high risky uh, stocks, speculating, speculative stocks, companies that are not profitable yet, that kind of stuff, and hoping that it will happen in a short space of time. That's not how the stock market goes. That's not how it works. And so sometimes we, you know, you would have been lucky to listen to this episode uh, prior to that um, or prior to you building a habit of thinking the stock market really gives you outsized returns in a short space of time. Nope. Um, it's all about slow and steady. Slow mm-hmm. and steady always wins the race. The stock market has been uh, a great place. It's proven to uh, grow people's wealth over the past hundred years plus. You know, so how do we explain how people lose money in a market that goes up. A lot of it is because people come in with a short-term mindset trying to make outsized returns. And when they do it once, they think they could do it over and over again. It's the same thing as someone who wins a lottery. You know, have you noticed most people that win the lottery can't keep their wealth because they won it so quickly. Mm. They don't know how to, you know, the quicker it comes, the quicker it goes. <laughs> Especially when you haven't had the opportunity to build a maturity um, and a mindset to keep the money, you know, because, what, what I would do uh, when I get that 10x is to actually redistribute that, you know, that 10x return into good quality assets that will provide me with, let's say, dividends and um, slow growth. And I'd be happy with that, whereas someone else will be looking for the next 10x um, and lose that money. So, hmm. No, I love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you very much from that, man. Slow and steady certainly does win the race. Um, thank you for that. We're going to give a quick shout out to areas where we're getting new listeners from um, before we just wrap up. Um, and this area is called Santiago de Circa. Santiago de Circo. Uh, this is a district in a uh, district of Lima in Peru. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, oh gosh, I think from now on I might have to do the shout-outs. Ah, uh, come on, I'll, I'll, I'll send, I'll text it to you so you can <laughs> pronounce it correctly because these lot just be probably saying how I'm butchering the pronunciation of oh their cities gosh. and stuff. Yeah, but no, that's very interesting. All the way in Peru, big up Peru. Oh Never God. been. Um, I would like to potentially visit at some point. But yeah, welcome to What Finance. Um, my name is Jax. If this is a f- the, one of the first few times you're listening, my name is Jax. I work in the investment management industry. Love it. Love the industry. I love finance. I love talking about finance. As you can probably tell, um, we started World Finance with Peter um, just over a couple of years ago now. Um, yeah. And we've been providing uh, content for quite some time now. Um, at some point this year, Peter, we'll probably hit our 100th episode. That's going to be so come exciting. On, so um, for our listening Peru, if you want to follow that journey, make sure you subscribe to us and Join us on a journey. Um, and if you want to have the conversations offline as well, uh, make sure you join our patron where we can have these conversations into much more depth. Come on, man. I've just checked the weather in Paris. 27 degrees, man. I'm jealous on another level. Um, but now nah, a massive shout out uh, to our listeners there and all over, man. Keep doing what you're doing, like and subscribing and all of that good stuff. And remember all, stay, stay woke. woke.